Wow, there's so many people here today. <laughs> Welcome to worship in God's house on this beautiful day. It's just lovely to see you all. And if you are here for the first time, we give you a very warm welcome, especially Racine, Michael, and their daughter. Welcome. Please join us for refreshments up in the hall after our service. Today, we include within our service a dedication service for our Easter offering, led by Peter and Wynne. A reminder that at 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. will be our messy church, led by Claire Evans and her team for all the Sunday Sunday club. We hope they will have a lovely, lovely time. And well done for all the arrangements and the preparation. I now pass you on to our minister, Reverend Peter Goodall, to lead us in worship today. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Jacqueline. Good morning, everyone. It's lovely to welcome you all here in church today on this beautiful morning. Um, What a wonderful congregation we have. Just look around at one another and uh, greet one another this morning. So welcome one and all. We are the family of God in this place, including those watching at home later on. We welcome you as well among us. We are one with God and we are one with each other. Psalm 67 declares, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, has blessed us. May God continue to bless us. Let all the ends of the earth revere him. So let us bring to God the best of our worship and our praise and our hearts today. Let us welcome him here. I invite you to stand if you're able. Shall we stand? We focus our thoughts and our hearts on God this morning. So if that helps to close your eyes or to look at the cross or look at the words, whatever helps you, we come to focus on him. And I pray that the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Shall we pray together? God, we welcome you here amongst us. We thank you that we can look to you. We can look to you for the source of everything that we need today, Lord. Heavenly Father, we know you to be a faithful God, a trustworthy God, a God who never fails us, a God who looks out for us, a God who sees us, a God who hears us. And so, Father, today, once more, we stand here and declare our praises. We turn our hearts and our eyes to you once more, knowing that you are greater, you are stronger, you are higher than any other. 
God, we bring you our praise this morning. We thank you for the peace that you give us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Isn't it amazing privilege to be able to worship our wonderful God? Please take a seat as we continue in prayer. Let's continue in prayer. Let us pray. And in the quietness, let us just reflect on the words that we have sung, words of welcome, words of praise, words of transformation. And let's just open our hearts for God to meet with us and do a work in us this morning. Lord, we do join with all creation this morning. We join in the song of praise and worship to you, our maker. You have made us and made us for yourself. And you've loved us with an everlasting love. A love that is higher and deeper and wider than any other love. A love that is like a never-failing stream, streaming out to each one of us today. And Lord, we thank you and praise you. Your love is stronger than any fears or worries that we bring this morning. And we just ask that you would wash those away. That we would know your risen life. Lord Jesus, you changed water into wine. You changed sickness into wholeness. You changed death into new life. You change sin into forgiveness. You change fishermen into apostles. You change us into your daughters and sons. And you are changing us still. So may we change and grow today. Grow closer to you. And Lord, we thank you for our children and families here today. For those taking their first steps in faith. And we ask that you will bless our young people and their leaders now as they go to their groups. May they meet with you and be filled with your love, your joy and faith today. And we ask your blessing and your covering on our messy church event this afternoon. We pray that you will draw many to messy church today. That others may know of your love. In Jesus' name, amen. So our young people are now going to go to their groups and we will see you later. Our service this morning, as Jacqueline has said, includes um, a part of a focus on our Easter offering and how that gift 
that we gave was able to change lives and bring good news to the poor today. And Jacqueline is going to begin by explaining to us about the history of the Easter offering gift. Welcome to our Easter offering dedication service 2022. This tradition dates back to 1883 when women in Manchester collected £32 for missionary work overseas from Christmas pennies at family gatherings on Christmas Day. In March 1884, the London districts distributed Easter envelopes and collecting bags, asking for a penny a head and collected around £100. In 1900, women's work raised £1,655 for the work of overseas missions. Since then, each successive Methodist women's movement has encouraged donations in support of God's mission. Recently, Methodist women in Britain, supported by the Global Relationships Team, have produced an annual service of dedication, often used widely around the connection as a, as a circuit steward, as a circuit service. Over the past few Sundays, our own congregation have been making their donations through this envelope scheme, which today, along with the very generous donation from our tithing fund, which you gave us, this totals £600. In 2019, collections from the Easter offering raised £370,000 thanks to the generosity of the Methodist Church in our partner churches around the world. We thank Methodist women in Britain for running this appeal and to you for making a difference in contributing to God's mission in this way. This year's theme, Tell Her Story, Tell Our Story, features the stories of women which have often been forgotten and overlooked. They are stories of courage, compassion and calls for change. We shall listen to several of these stories in our service today. First, we hear part of Mary's story, the mother of Jesus. The Magnificat is a song of praise, a manifesto for change, that Mary sings when she visits Elizabeth after hearing from the angel that she is to give birth to the Son of God. Verna is going to read to us now from her seat. I'm reading from Luke 1, verses 46 to 55. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. 
His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. Amen. Magnify You is a project started in South Africa by a Methodist mission, mission partner, Jane Day. The aim of the project is to empower women to be strong, powerful people and fulfil their full potential by being more, more them. Magnified blends different professional technical to cut through old hurts, current barriers and future stumbling blocks. The project focuses on encourage three things in, it, in its potential, finding courage that every person has within them, finding creative solutions for suckness in life and finding new habits, hobbies and new thinking which changed for, for the better. To do this, Magnify You provides coaching retreats and courses to women from a variety of backgrounds. Today, over 200 women have attended the Magnify Leadership Programme. The coaching courses help help potentials to use their experience and their journey to celebrate who they have become and to inspire and lead others in the community and churches. The retreats offer space for women to recharge, reset and engage with their spiritual life. This beautiful quote from the American author, political activist, and spiritual leader, Maria Anna Williams, gets to the heart of what Magnificent You aims to to still in each woman who takes part. We were born to make (coughs) Magnificent the glory of God that is winning us. It is not just in the same of us, it's in everyone. And we let our own light shine We unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Magnificent You aims to unlock the potential of every woman they work with and not just accept who they are, but celebrate the journey that we have formed them. So we're going to sing a hymn that reflects the words that we heard Verna reading from Luke. So I invite you to stand if you're able as we sing together. Amen. Please take a seat. And the next Bible reading that we're going to hear is the story of Rizpah, who was one of Saul's concubines. um, And it's a story that 
is rarely read. But when David killed Saul and his heirs, Rizpah made a courageous stand, showing that in both life and death, all should be treated with dignity and respect. So Wendy is going to bring our reading to us now. Thank you, Wendy. This reading is from the second book of Samuel, verses 8, second book of Samuel, uh, chapter 21, verses 8 to 14. The king spared Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, because of the promise David and Jonathan had spoken before God. But the king selected Armoni and Mephibosheth, the two sons that Rizpah, daughter of Aya, had borne to Saul, plus the five sons that Saul's daughter Merab had borne to Adriel, son of Barzillai, the Meholathite. He turned them over to the Gibeonites, who hanged them on the mountain before God. All seven died together. Harvest was just getting underway, the beginning of the barley harvest, when they were executed. Rizpah, daughter of Aya, took rough Hessian fabric and spread it out for herself on a rock from the beginning of the harvest until the heavy rains started. She kept the birds away from the bodies by day and the wild animals by night. David was told what she had done, this Rizpah, daughter of Ayah and concubine of Saul. He then went and got the remains of Saul and Jonathan, his son, from the leaders at Jabeth-Gilead, who had rescued them from the town square at Beth-Sham, where the Philistines had hung them, after striking them down at Gilboa. He gathered up their remains and brought them together with the dead bodies of the seven who had just been hanged. The bodies were taken back to the land of Benjamin and given a decent burial in the tomb of Kish, Saul's father. They did everything the king ordered to be done. That cleared things up. From then on, God responded to Israel's prayers for the land. Teenage mothers in Uganda are rewriting their stories. Rural Uganda is not an easy place in which to be a young mother, something Jacqueline has learned firsthand. She was just 17 years old when she gave birth to her daughter. Abandoned by her child's father and rejected by her own family, Jacqueline and her infant daughter faced incredible difficulty and struggled to make ends meet. Young mothers like Jacqueline can face alienation, discrimination and stigma in their local communities. After giving birth, Jacqueline was unable to find work, leaving her unable to provide the basic necessities for her daughter. Where many mothers might bask in the joy of their newborn baby, Jacqueline was left destitute. I had nothing to put on my baby's body, 
I could not afford anything, she said. I realised my future had come to an end. Young mothers like Jacqueline in rural Uganda are amongst some of the country's most marginalised women. They often lack the knowledge and support they need to be able to make informed choices about their reproductive health and their futures. This can lead to a vicious cycle of early pregnancy and limited opportunities, leaving young women and their children trapped in a relentless cycle of poverty. The Methodist Church's Relief Agency, All We Can, has a local partner and works with mothers like Jacqueline. Often young women who have been raped, cast aside and alienated from their family and wider society, helping them rewrite the narrative of their life story and take control of their own future. Through livelihoods, training, small businesses, start-up kits and lessons in life skills, all we can, local partners in the region, tackle those challenges head-on. We find these girls when they are hopeless. They share their stories with tears running down their cheeks. Now, today, we share with them, and they can afford a smile, said Sarah, that a director of All We Can's local partner in Uganda. Responsible for this transformation programme, they feel confident that at the end of their course, they feel able to make small businesses which support them and their children. All we can supports women who find themselves alone and unsupported through training, care and love. They find hope again and are once again able to fulfil their potential. Are there people in our life or our church who could be given more opportunities to fulfil their full potential? We thank God for the work that all we can is doing in many people's lives, but we know that there are hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands of people who still need the help of somebody and still need the touch of God in their lives. So we're going to sing a song now that is a prayer. Um, and then after that, Pat is going to bring our prayers of intercession to us. So I invite you to stand, if you're able, as we sing this prayer together. These prayers have been specially written for this particular service. So there will be the prayer up on the screen. 
And can you please just um, join me with the bold writing? Shall we pray? Compassionate God, we pray for the victims of gender-based violence and abuse all over the world. Hold all women who feel trapped, unsafe, and who live in fear in your loving arms. We pray for a world where every person can feel safe, secure, loved, and cherished. Caring God, we pray for those who have escaped violence and abuse. Be with them as they rebuild their lives and make your love and presence known. Lord, give them the courage and strength to take the next steps. Creator God, we pray for projects that are changing women's lives. While work is hard, we pray that these project leaders feel your encouragement and empowerment in everything they do. We pray for their success, expansion and creativity in meeting the needs of women where they are. Passionate God, we pray for female leaders around the world, for the trailblazers and freedom fighters, fearless women who are paving the way for the next generation. We pray that you sustain their passion for change and give them the energy to keep going no matter what gets in their way. Encouraging God, we pray for those coming alongside women, supporting them, encouraging them, speaking out for them and giving them space. Lord, give more people the strength to stand up for what is right and speak truth to power. Enabling God, we pray for Methodist Women in Britain as it celebrates its 10-year anniversary. We pray for its leaders and members as they continue to engage in creativity, spirituality, fundraising, challenging injustice, and supporting women around the world. Gracious God, in this time of quiet, we bring before you all the women we have spoken about today, all those who have touched our lives and all those who have made a change in the world. Lord, remind them that they are loved and admired in all that they do. In a time of silent prayer, we pray for others on our hearts today. May they know your love, peace and power. Loving God, who knows all our prayers, hold all those who inspire and care for us now and always. These prayers we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I will finish with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Pat, for leading us in our prayers and to all the ladies of our church who have taken part in our service this morning. Wonderful to hear of those good news stories. And just a short reflection concerning those stories. The actress Audrey Hepburn was quoted as saying, nothing is impossible. The word itself says, I'm possible. The authentic women's stories that we have heard in our service today back this up. In seemingly impossible situations, these women say, I'm possible. And that seems to be the key that unlocks the door and makes all the difference. Let me refresh your memory and remind you of what we've heard. Firstly, the Magnificat. Mary finds a song in her shame. And what seems inconceivable is suddenly conceivable, quite literally. She sings of the changes about to be brought to birth in the world through Jesus, the Messiah and Saviour, God's Son. The proud will be humbled, the rulers will be tumbled, and the priorities will be jumbled. Mary shows that mother really does know what's best. (laughs) Mary journeys from impossible to I'm possible. And we heard also how Mary's story is mirrored in those marginalized teenage mothers in Uganda and their story of shame to recognition and value. Shunned like Mary, but finding their voice and rewriting their futures with that lifting hand from all we can. They journey from impossible to I'm possible. And the Magnify You project in South Africa that Dorothy read to us, that helps women to do the same. And lastly, we heard the seldom-told story of Rispar. Well, if heaven had an exam entrance on 2 Samuel chapter 21, I think we'd all struggle to make the grade. (laughs) Except for Wendy, who glided through those difficult names with a lot of practice. (laughs) Making perfect. 
A strange story. Not much good news in that story, we think, but it speaks to our world. With the backdrop of today's war in Ukraine, we see that Rispar's story is not locked away in the pages of the Bible, but it's being lived out today on war-torn streets where wives, mothers, grandmothers, sisters and aunts keep a prayerful vigil over their men and they weep for them. And Rispar shows us the importance of dignity in death. In his book, Bible Lives, Jonathan Maginet suggests that Rispar's actions represent every mother who sees her sons killed before their time for reasons of state, be they in time of war or peace. All that remains is for her to preserve the dignity of their memory and live on to bear witness and call to account the rulers of the world. Again, moving from impossible to I'm possible. So we thank God for these good news stories. And we thank God for this Easter offering gift of £600 generously given by yourselves that will make a difference. I thank you for your kindness. And the Easter offering theme is tell her story, tell our story. So what about our story? The story of your life is being written one day at a time. And God is the author. And today, it's right that as well as remembering those women that we've named today, we especially remember and celebrate the women of this church community and thank God for each one of you. Your story matters. Your story needs to be also treasured, told, and heard. So often, women show us the way. And you will know from personal experience what it means in your life to journey from impossible to I'm possible. With great courage, a living faith, and gentle strength, bringing you through impossible, whatever that might be. Impossible family situations, impossible workloads, impossible heartache, impossible expectations. And a word to the men. We admit right here, sometimes it's us men who are impossible. (laughs) I'm just going to wait to see if my wife contradicts me. (laughs) No, (laughs) I thought not. (laughs) Oh, well, we'll move on. 
I think I'm somewhere in between impossible and I'm possible. Let's call it improbable. (laughs) But it's true. And we men, as we go from here, let's think, how can we make life a little bit less impossible for the women in our lives and in this world? But whoever we are, whatever our gender, whatever our story, whatever impossibility you're facing today, have faith. Just as the angel said to Mary, nothing is impossible with God. Keep on journeying from one to the other. Keep proving impossibility wrong. With new confidence, may each one go from here today saying, world, God, church, family, I'm possible. And it will make all the difference. Understand that the gold of your potential is already realized. It's already realized. It's already there. And keep on mining that gold and bringing it to the surface. And we go from here to help others do the same. To take their own step from impossible to impossible. Amen. So I'm going to ask Jacqueline to please bring forward our Easter offering box. Thank you. Thank you. Let us pray. Loving God, we ask you to bless this money given in our Easter offering. And bless all those who have given it. May our gift of £600 for the World Mission Fund be used wisely to enable the love of Jesus to be made known throughout the world. In his name we pray. Amen. We thank all those who have taken part in our service today and to all for sharing in it. A reminder that refreshments are served in the church hall afterwards. You're all welcome to stay. And the prayer ministry team will be available to pray with you if you would like. They'll be wearing the green lanyards. If there's some impossible situation that you would like prayer for, then please do ask them. And our closing song is a joyful protest song from South Africa. We are marching in the light of God. So we bring our church offering now to be blessed. Let us pray. Thank you. Oh God, whose word is fruitless, When the mighty are not put down, the humble remain humiliated, the hungry are not filled, and the rich are. Make good your word and begin with us. 
we dedicate our gifts and our lives for the work of your kingdom. Amen. Now may God bless the trailblazers, the change makers, the light bearers, and God bless all his people with courage, compassion, and the vision of a fairer world for all. Amen.